0: Forget when we're live, you know. You we gotta we gotta just go dive right into this thing. So, hey, well, welcome to another edition of Entrepreneur Espresso. This is your host Stephen Harris. Last time I didn't introduce myself, right, Vinny? Right. You know, and we're on PANJ Radio, and don't forget we're also on the TuneIn app. The TuneIn app, so that's kind of a cool thing. So we can we can you can hear us nationwide, worldwide, practically. So. We have a wonderful guest today, and we'll introduce it. She's making faces. Um, we have a wonderful guest today, and she'll be. I'll introduce her in just a few moments. Um, and don't forget, this is a lot since we're live. This is a call in. You can call in. We, we haven't had anybody call in, but but you know maybe my mom will call in or something. <laughs> um, anyway, my our phone number is 609-460-4673. 609-460-4673. I'm trying to get my radio voice here. So, hey, you know, this area here, you know, the Delaware River Towns, New Hope, Lambertville. I mean, one of the things that we're really, really known for is our art galleries and antiques. I mean, we have some great restaurants and stores. But truth is, there's just so many great art galleries and antiques. And that's what brings a lot of people here, especially on the weekends. Um, and it's one of the biggest draws. Uh, however, you know, having an art gallery or even just being an artist today I mean, honestly, it requires you to have a marketing degree. I mean, you you, you need to be, you need to have an MBA in marketing. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a photographer. I have, we have a gallery space, as we've talked about in the in the, in the past. But as a photographer, professional photographer, um, I, I probably spend, I don't know, God, sometimes 90% of my time just marketing and 10% doing, you know. So you hope the 90% of marketing actually delivers a good 10%. Our guests will definitely have a good perspective uh a, a good perspective on that but uh, people tell me they're going to get a photo. they want to be a photographer they say and I say get a marketing degree <laughs> you know because I think in some ways if you're an artist uh, I think if you're an artist this is just my perspective if you're an artist if you're a photographer you should already have the innate skills necessary I'm not just so sure what the school's going to teach you like to be a better photographer you just you'll have the innate skills but you've got to market yourself, you, you you know, especially now with photographers. I mean, you can go and buy, a, you know, listen, in my, I do commercial photography. I do commercial. I do work for realtors and such. And, you know, my competition is a realtor who gets a, a, a Nikon from Costco for $500 and all of a sudden thinks they can take great pictures. So I've got to do a lot more marketing to kind of, you know, promote that. That's not necessarily the case. Um, now. This show, we talk a lot about social marketing. We actually talk about some of the offline channels as well. You know, art is such a visual product. Obviously, it's, you know, uh, music being a little different, but art being very visual. There's some fantastic channels that we're going to talk about. You know, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter. Um, There's even, you know, offline promotions, public relations. Uh, And as as our guest Margelle will tell us in a few moments postcards, we do postcards. So, um, but the lessons that we learn, the lessons that we learn running an art gallery, a photography gallery, or even just art, being in the art space can convey to other businesses in town. So that's why this show I think will still resonate well if you have a very good, uh, if you have a very, you know, retail store of some sort. So, in um, each gallery needs to create and promote their own destination. I mean, we have the chamber that runs air cover for us, but the truth is, um, you know, you know, you you have to actually do a lot of the work yourself to bring in your own demographics, the people who are going to buy your art, the people who are going to appreciate your art. Our guest definitely knows that firsthand, drawing people into a gallery space. So, um, you know. so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about creating a brand, building awareness, creating a destination. And let's just get into this. So okay. Margelle Yerenberg, right? Hey, yes, hi. I may say that correctly. Um, You know, I got to tell you, I, I, I met her, she, she was managing a different gallery in town. And man, you just know your you just know your social media stuff, and your and even your offline stuff. Very good, very ex- excellent marketing. Uh, she is the manager of the North Thirteen Gallery, which is pretty much a new space right on North Union here in Lambertville. But I'll just let Majel tell us about herself and tell us a little bit about your the gallery space that you represent. Yes, um, and welcome to the radio station.
1: I'm well. I'm the gallery director at Gallery Thirteen North. It's a relatively new gallery. We Recently opened up, maybe four months ago, September. Uh, it's a different type of gallery, so we're just not consigning the artwork for the artists. We're actually representing them. Uh, what that means is, um, any artist that we represent, I. T- Take it to the next level. Gallery 13 North takes it to the next level. We represent them by showing their artworks to museum curators, uh, doing a lot of press release, PR for them, making catalogs, um, having a dedic- basically designing a, a dedicated page for for them on our website, um, creating the biography, their resume and we, we represent um, emerging. And um, artists that's mid-career artists, artists that's been around for 20, 30 years, who just wants it to take it to the next level, especially showing it to the museums. For example, Mammoth uh, Museum chose two of our artists. Oh. To be, um, to be part of the Winter Wonderland exhibition. Um, now I'm um, submitting uh, one of the artists to the Morris Museum um, for the exhibition next month. So, uh, so I'm taking it to the next level. Uh, I strongly believe art is an investment. So it's just not pretty things on the wall. Um, the art is a luxury. Um, art is extremely expensive. Good, fine art right. is extremely expensive.
0: So that's the ch- and that's so that's a real challenge to marketing because, you know, people just walking by the street are not necessarily going to be your best your best customers. They're going to be people who are drawn to the space because of what you're what what you're showing that, at that time. Yes. And so that's the thing. It's it's great that you have a, a you know a, a storefront a window and we'll talk about that a little bit. I want I want to talk about a little bit about walk in traffic and things of that nature. So um so the representation that you're doing that's also kind of new, right? I mean that's a that's a new venture or is that <laughs> Something that the owners of your gallery have have done in the past.
1: Um, no, it's, it's something um, new. Okay. Um, it's you know at first uh, we started out. We wanted just to show art artworks. Uh, maybe future in the f- uh, furnitures in the future mid nineteenth um, twentieth century um, pieces. Uh, however, working in Lamberville for the past year and a half, two years, there's amazing local artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing artwork. Uh, and we kind of want to take it to the next level. Sure. So that's um, seeing what, um, how else we could market it. Um, we, we want to market differently. Uh, I can't rely on just a single foot traffic to purchase pieces. What else can I do with it?
0: Right, right. So let's go back to the gallery space itself, North Thirteen. So you know the 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 storefront because we're gonna we're gonna try to relate this to other businesses that are in town. Um, So how how did you how did you start by how did you start to create the brand? of 13 north and you know the door opened up i remember you you did work for a different artist at the time she moved to back to her old space you came back you you stayed in the space She
1: stayed in the space they left you behind (laughs) they didn't pack
0: you up and move you down the street so you, you you got left behind and so now they say okay we got this new place called north 13 so how do you open the doors like let's just put yourself in that position of other business owners how did you open up the doors how did you start to create the brand so people started to know what 13 north is
1: Well, um, I actually had experience in working for startups for a long time, um, creating from scratch, um, creating the logo from scratch, um, web designing. So that's uh, it starts with that something so small by creating a logo, putting the logo on the window or um, creating a business card, designing the business card, letterhead, something very small can start something can basically merge to a, a, business. Um, knowing that, um, background of starting, um, helping to start a startup, actually two startups that I helps, um, I help, um, move up in, uh, in the world. The first thing to do is basically create a website. Mm-hmm. Um, we live in an internet world. Um, before the doors, the, the doors opened, I designed a website, mm-hmm. um, so in the month of August, it was all about website designing, creating a Facebook fan page, um, targeting fa- local Facebook groups, such as even Alexandria, New Jersey, mm-hmm. Stockton, New Jersey, Facebook groups, Lamberville, New Jersey, letting them know that we are here um, and the doors will be open on September 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, so something small like that, um, now we are having foot traffic.
0: So while they're inside painting and putting up, you know, cleaning up the place and, and doing all that kind of logistical, physical stuff to the space, you, you're out there already ec- creating this destination. The door isn't even opened yet. The destination yeah. is there. So I actually remember walking by and seeing, you know, 13, you know, North 13 on logo on the window, and it wasn't open. I'm thinking, wow, I wonder what that is. I mean, it opened up so quick, after, you know, after Kelly left. So I was like, wow. So you you, you start to create that buzz before you even draw the curtain open if you will
1: yes it's it's branding you're Mm -hmm. you're branding your own business you're you're branding by logo um logo is very important so I I made sure I designed the logo first. Okay. Before I designed the website, well, you need a logo to put on your website. I guess, right? <laughs> I think you think
0: about that, right? Start from the beginning. I yeah. stick something out there. So.
1: Yeah, so uh, what we did, I, I designed maybe five or eight different logos. Uh, we chose one logo, mm-hmm. and from there, it started with you put the logo on the business card, letterheads, And then all of a sudden, within a week later, I'm here designing the website Um, and then Facebook fan page. It it all started coming together. As soon as you um, made and designed and confirmed your first logo, everything comes
0: into place. Starts to fall into place. Yeah. So then you you have to figure out your demographics. Who's your audience? So like... for instance if you can talk about it, like who who is the no going back to the original north 13 and not the representation mm-hmm. stuff but who, so what is the demographics of your gallery space who is it that you're targeting t- that will come in you know and and be a, uh, obviously a buyer
1: uh well we're uh, you know so it's so hard who um who, who I could say who's who's our demo uh the age group um it could be from 18 to seniors okay. or so. Um, that's why we have gallery events. Uh, my fir- The first show there is um, a show. It's from an artist named um, Gerard Marinaccio. And that targeted uh, from the age group of... Actually, 15 is the youngest one who came in and loving the artwork okay. to age 30. Right now is Robert M. Baum, and the next show is Marcel Julliard, and it seems like it's targeting people who's from 30 and two seniors.
0: Oh, so almost is... so almost every show you do every couple could be months... a, would be a different demographic.
1: Yeah, every couple months is a different show, and what I've been learning is to have a gallery event, um, during their time, um, they're exhibiting at the space. Um, so my next, um, gallery event is a gallery tour on December 10th. Um, the first gallery event I had was with Gerard Marinaccio and he was there painting, Okay. Uh, on the canvas and he brought in teenagers wanting to know what type of painting styles, what oh, type good. of paint he was using. Uh, he was painting by the window. Um, he was painting different colors. Oh, okay. Uh, he was just painting. So it's bringing in different um, age groups when we, especially doing a gallery events.
0: So think about it. Think about it. are now. I'm talking to the audience here. You I know, mean, think about your business and what you what you have. If you have a bookstore, I know the I know the bookstore owner in Frenchtown, and she does a lot of um, you know she you know people come in and do readings. You know mm-hmm. th- you know things of that nature, so that you attract people to come in for the readings for the authors, if you know an author or a book comes in you know so if you own a store, a retail store of some sort um, in the town or even a even a restaurant is to do some kind of an event, do something that's f- i'm assuming those these events were free, mm, so yes. people come in and they could just enjoy watching whatever is happening. the demonstration of the artist. I think you're doing a sculpture one as well, I think there was a sculpture yes. demonstration. So, you know, people come in and kind of see what's happening and they get to know you, get to know you, the gallery space, they get to know the artist. Yes. You know, so bring people in and it's, you know, it doesn't cost that much to do. A little marketing, a little wine, and you're really set to go. I mean, so any business owner should consider doing events just to, as an extra draw.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, I am for gallery events. I would love to do it. Every two weeks or so, uh-huh. um, it does take a lot of effort, though, to market one event. Uh, it takes a lot of effort and time. So, like I said, my next event's on December tenth. I'm okay. already—I've been marketing that a month ago. I've right. been marketing it as soon as my um, the other event was over. It was the sculpting um, demonstration. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I was already marketing it. That Sunday, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it takes a it, it takes a good while to market one event. Now,
0: are you mark? Now, are you we'll stay online for a moment because I know that you're doing a lot of offline publications as well, or at least you're working with offline. But on the online space, are you are you reaching out? How, I mean, are you reaching out to to market like Brooklyn and Soho and and Philadelphia to draw people to the gallery, or I mean, how are you drawing
1: the wider audience. Or, or are
0: you looking or is your are you looking kind of the more regional area here?
1: I'm looking for more regional area. Uh, I believe in baby steps. Okay. Uh, I really do believe in baby se- steps. I do uh, market it to New York City groups, the New York City Facebook groups, or so that if anyone's coming to Lamberville, New Hope, stop by at the gallery. That's what I
0: mean. You, so you, you are reaching out. Into I some am of these a
1: little bit or so, bit. Um, okay. like Philadelphia, Maryland, um, Delaware. Okay. Uh, I, I'm I'm a member of over a hundred Facebook groups,
0: and that's a lot of work. It,
1: that is. There's
0: no tool that allows you to, to to promote across groups.
1: No, there is no tool. I know you... they.
0: I know they don't want to do that because it would be like spamming, sp- spam like crazy. But boy, I I I share I share things across ten groups, and it's it,
1: it is, <laughs> and it, it helps because um, I start tag, you start tagging your gallery page. Um, I started getting likes. Uh, people have started responding RSVPing to the events yeah. um commenting that they can't make it i have no idea who this person is um but they're from maryland yeah uh well and it's good but i try to promote it um really close by at first okay. and once i use once i promote it in all those facebook groups um send out my press release then i start marketing it to philadelphia new york uh, Maryland, Delaware, I think I marketed to Washington, D.C. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, to the groups that if anyone's coming in New Hope or Lambertville for the weekend, yeah, stop by and say hello. And that's, that's this very simple phrase. Stop by and say hello. Yeah. You don't have to buy anything. Just say hello. Chit chat with me for 10 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. At least that you stop by, look at, look at the gallery, see the art, and um, put your email in the um, newsletter list. That's very important too.
0: So, so... What's the response? Have you have people walked in and said, "Hi, I'm I'm, you know, I'm from Washington D.C. and I saw your thing." I mean, are you getting a sense that a little bit that there's a little bit of draw, or is it just?
1: It's a little bit of a draw, mostly from people from Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, it's close. It's
1: very close. It's only what an hour away. Yeah, Yeah. Um, I, I do get foot traffic from people from there and saw the Facebook um, event page or our fan page, somewhere in the Facebook group world. Right. Uh, so I do get a lot of people, not a lot, but a few, I should say few people from Philadelphia. It's also great because once I receive the, um, their email, I could email them with upcoming shows or so.
0: So s- the second half of the show, we're, we'll, we'll we'll get into some of the different channels, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, and... Pinterest and such so so, but on this side of the show we'll, we'll continue on to talk about a little bit more of the other promotions you do so email um, so how how important do you find capturing email and doing email? Promotion do you do that as well? you know the constant contact or you know whatever to to promote through like a newsletter or some kind of routine basis? do you do that kind of work as well?
1: Yes, and I am a strong believer it works one hundred percent okay um, subscriptionless um, email list gathering the um, emails um, from every person that walks in that door uh, it's a way for them to connect with the gallery without signing on to Facebook without signing on to Twitter, Instagram, or so. I mean, everyone signs on to their emails one, at least once a day just mm-hmm. to check what's going on. Um, emails are a huge communication, a big communication to correspond with everyone. So I do ask every everyone that comes in, if you want to be part of our newsletter, to sign up. Mm-hmm. I sent out a newsletter. It What works the best, and I have not received one unsubscribed mail like take Mm -hmm. me off the mailing list not yet knock on wood and we have plenty of um, subscribers what works the best is not to email them every week or every two weeks i only email them every two months every two months er six weeks to two months and it's been working okay like a charm i have not received one unsubscribed person so that's important
0: so see the frequency so yeah. you, they're not being bombarded, and they're going, oh, my God, this is the fourth time I've seen this thing. You know, it, so you're keeping it pretty spaced out. Every, yeah. Six, or eight, every, okay. six
1: weeks to two months. And the, th- the only thing I put in there is the upcoming events. Yeah. And I put a lot of information in there. So it's not just upcoming events. It's upcoming events, news-related articles from the artists. Mm-hmm. And it's it's maybe like three different things that I try to jam in there. Uh, Every six weeks to two two months or so. Um, It's not a retail store where there's a promotion every week, like 25% off every week or so. Uh, What we do, we do events. And that's what we do. Um, We represent different artists, different shows. So I don't want to bombard them every month of the same information that they receive... A month ago or a couple of weeks ago.
0: Now, unlike a retail store though, and, and so do you, do you do any kind of offers in yours? I mean, do you need really to do anything that says if you saw this newsletter and you come in? Probably not, but no. I'm, just, I'm just curious because, like, if you own a retail store, you might want to actually create a special, like, so a, a different <sighs> business, you might want to create an offer, like, you know, news, News 11. You know being like new news newsletter month of eleven, um you know come in and get ten percent off if you mention this now that doesn't make sense with an art gallery no, as much, yeah. so so you don't really have any kind of draw you don't have anything that's, you
1: know. no, no i um we don't do any um like ten percent off offers and it's fine art so um gallery yeah. is different than retail like I understand retail like I receive a retail newsletter. Every week or every right. two weeks, because yes. there's new things coming in, sure. or even um, the mom and pop shops, mm-hmm. um, I receive newsletter every couple of weeks because they have maybe over a hundred things in their shop, right. or so. Our galleries are different.
0: Putting yourself in a, in a retail type position, though, having some kind of an offer in your newsletters is probably a good idea, not for an art gallery, but for like if, a, oh
1: yes, if, for you, a if you have a,
0: a clothing shop or if you sell, I don't know, hardware. I mean, it doesn't matter. If, if I'm doing it, then you probably should have something that says, "I saw the newsletter," you know, and here's a special offer for people who receive the newsletter. Oh
1: yes, for retail, I, you know, you should send um, a newsletter uh, with offers quite often. Right. But we're talking about art galleries and these small, um, you know, just art galleries is different, I believe.
0: So you're creating more of a brand and awareness in, in that in this sense. Yes. Okay okay and then do you do any uh do you do anything with the, with the local inns and 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 B and such um that's an A every know that i'm looking at is is you know trying to establish relationships with the people who have guests that come in <laughs>
1: Uh, not yet, but I did contact a new uh, owner. I actually met the new owner and New Hope. I believe it's called The Mansion. That Oh, rest- yes, yes. Yes. So yeah. I met him, and um, I will probably contact him if, uh, next week or so. And um, that's uh, something, a different venue uh, I would like to tackle on, yeah. um, contacting local hotels or um, local bed and breakfast to see if they want artwork in their um in their facility.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, that's interesting. So you're looking at it more of an extension. Yeah. Okay. That's great. That's well, what, what are you
1: that's... looking at? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: you know what? You know what? It, it, it's really just, a. again, we're in that, you know, we're in that brand and awareness generation space as well, yeah. you know, and, and we have the challenge, you know, and, you know, uh, in our space it's is we're upstairs. And so we truly have, to, I mean, we truly, truly, truly have to be, you know, of destination. We need neon signs that point point <laughs> up the stairs, and then. Um, but the thing about it is that our our issue of of creating a physical now in this case a physical brand and awareness is not unusual in this town. Now where thirteen north is. It's a really great location. Uh, you know, come and visit. It. It's beautiful. It's a great location. It's right on the main street. It's near the restaurants and things. But there's a lot of businesses in New Hope and in Lambertville that are on side streets. There on, you know, like in, in New, we talk about this a lot in New Hope. If you walk across the bridge, people go across the bridge to New Hope, and they head left.
1: Yeah, they don't head right. Yeah, I, and, I, and I do that too, oh, and I work see, here. I, see, <laughs> and I work here. I always uh, do. You know go what's straight. on? The,
0: do you know what's on the right-hand side of uh, on the north end of, of town?
1: No. Oh, uh, see. oh, BNC Bank.
0: <laughs> that's the problem, right? Uh, the, Vinny?
1: That's all. That's our, I, that's that's how our far. problem.
0: That's our problem. They look down the street. They see Dunkin' Donuts. They see Starbucks. Ooh, they see okay. starbucks they see they see uh, uh p n c bank and then they think okay that must be like the 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 commercial the, the commercial end of town yeah and yet there's a toy store there yes there's uh Piquel, who who um you know we has a at a guest you know Tamara cannon oh, yeah, yeah. um so her gallery space is there topio is up there um now it's called working girls bakery which used to be called punch cakes so there's some really st- good stuff down that way and of course there's the 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 um Oh, good. What's the name of the Donor restaurant? The Landing. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the Landing. Yes,
1: that's on the right.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So that's so we so we don't so we have that same challenge that other people have as well. Um, How are we doing time wise? By the way, we're doing good. Oh, great. Okay, we got about five minutes. Really? Okay. My clock is off here. Um. So we need a really big clock here. You know. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're still not. So um, so that the challenge for them is come to New Hope and go right. Or in in Lambertville, come to come to Lambertville, and then walk to Coriel Street. Yeah, you know, like where Miles has her his gallery, Matt, the New Mass Gallery. You know, there's you know that's a few blocks away. Yeah, you know, and there's some by the way, there's great stores that are opening up on Coriel, um, and we, of course, there's some businesses already on 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 Church Street. Uh huh. So how do you get people to go there?
1: You know. um, It's a simple sign, just a simple sign. I believe the most simplest thing could matter the most, could bring in foot traffic. And I see the sign every single day while I work here. Right. Um, but as a tourist, and I used to see the sign before I even started working in Lamberville, and I've stopped by in that store several times because Which? of a sign. It's the River River, oh, River Queen Gallery. Yeah,
0: Jane's Gallery. Jane was a guest, too, by he, the way, here.
1: Yeah, she, and I think I spoke to her once. I was like, she has the most amazing mark, the most simplest thing, but works efficiently. Yeah. She has a sign in the cor- on the corner of, I believe, Church Street and Union. And, yeah, right, yeah by people's antique store yep and it has a it has her logo and an arrow yep nothing else and yep. it says open and you don't know what that is and of course you're everyone's curious and wants to know what it is and oh, a few years ago when i first stopped by her gallery yeah. i saw that sign and i'm like what is that yeah i went for a beeline really? to her gallery. yeah so you're, you're
0: an adventurous so i you, well, well, well. You know, we could, we have a few moments to talk about walk by So you see people. I mean, I see you sitting in your desk way in the back of that space as I walk to my gallery. And you know, how do? What do you sense as far as just people walking off the street? Do you, do you, do you get much in? People or, most, or like 90% of people walking by? What's...
1: I get a lot of people when I turn on all the lights. Uh, yeah, and, of course. And it's open. And uh, I get a lot of people um, when they see me inside or they see, especially when I'm looking at artwork, it seems like I'm, you know, I'm a visitor when I'm looking at the artwork. Cause I do time to time and just sit there and look at the pieces yeah. and um am trying to see uh, where, the pieces should be, or how should I hang it differently or so. Um, but people do, uh, I we do receive a lot of foot traffic, especially on a Saturday. Yeah. Saturday's a big um, foot traffic. I receive over maybe... 25 to 45 people in one day. Oh, jeez. I have an Excel (laughs) chart. uh, That that helps a lot uh, for all business owners to have an Excel chart where you tally up how many people comes in. Really? Yeah, it helps a lot. And I put in like the weather forecast, some notes, potential customers. Yeah, and it helps a lot to know when to open or what to expect um, the next time it's raining outside. Okay. Um, It's raining you know, right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: it, so, is today. Uh, it is raining today. So it's not going to be a very busy day, I no. would imagine.
1: And I, I realize um, the marketing and analysis that when it rains on a Saturday in Lamberville from um, September to May, we don't get a lot of traffic no. at the gallery. Maybe under 15 people when it's beautiful outside, when sunny, not too hot. Yeah. That's when we received like maybe twenty five to forty five people. Okay. Or so. Um I want them. I think the most people that stopped by was seventy people. Wow. Seventy people in uh one day and I think it was I did the um press release for the other gallery okay. owner. Okay. Yeah. So and then
0: and then out of that do you get buyers?
1: Um. Or do you
0: get? Or do you, you at least get email addresses? That you uh, can...
1: We get a lot of email addresses, or so. Um, like I said, fine art is a luxury. Yeah. It's 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 a very it, fine art is a luxury thing.
0: So you need a lot. I mean, you really—it's a numbers game. You need a lot of people to come through. Yeah.
1: It's a know. it's a luxury, and also, um, you need the right person to purchase it right there on the spot. Yeah. Uh, and if and the potentials they come back actually. That's the thing. It's that's much. the thing. It, what I look for is the potential customers when they're taking a picture of the piece, um, measuring the piece. Oh, there you go. That's yeah, a, that's, that's a when, great sign. It's always a great sign. Yeah, a and
0: song. so, well, here we yeah. go. We're, gonna, we're we, That was the, that was very fast, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. That was so we're
0: gonna do a second half. We're gonna we're gonna come back, We're gonna talk a little bit more about some social media platforms and some other things as well that are very interesting for you, you know, gallery owners. And your local business. So stay with us. Yeah. We'll be back in a minute. Okay. Not stuck in traffic right now, and what we'll be able to do his show in the green room here on PANJradio.com. You'll find all sorts of interesting things that are going on in New Jersey and in Pennsylvania. So tune in to Vinny V and In the Green Room. Hi, this is Judith Marchand with PANJ Radio. I'd like to uh, invite you to listen to my new show, Musical Notes, where I will be interviewing different musicians um, at 8 p.m. every night. Um, Tuesday nights, I will have a new musician and then it will air the rest of the week. We'll be finding out what these musicians are all about and listening to some of their music. So tune in. It's going to be a great show on PANJradio.com. Hey, this is Pat Foran and Zach Romano. Here at panjradio.com. When I have time, I'm hanging out here at the studio. With the Shack Radio Boys. Hey, this is Pat Foran and Zach Romano here at panjradio.com. When I have time, I'm hanging out here at the studio with the Shaq Radio Boys. for the second half so really appreciate all the conversation we had in the first half yeah. so, and we're going to continue so so one of the things that when I when I've when I've spoken to my show before some of the things that, that that I find interesting is that you do also do a lot of work in the offline space and, yes. and I think it's like a real one-two punch and I wonder if a lot of businesses you know they get so they're either in the news they're either posting in the newspaper like this is where I'm advertising or they go oh the social media I gotta go and they forget about the offline. And I think a lot of offline has to come back. And I think you have to really do a one-two punch. So you've been doing work with some of the local magazines and, you know, the, you know, the Bucks County magazine and the newspapers. So talk about some of the, again, putting yourself in the position of, like, you're starting a new, a new brand, a new awareness. But also, like, again, think about other people who are starting their own businesses. How are you using offline to help promote and create your brand?
1: Uh, Offline is very important. I consider um, news, um, newspaper publication, magazine publication, press release, PR, PR offline. Uh, It it raises awareness of your brand. They mention your gallery's name. They mention who you are, and then on top of that, they put it on their website. They put it on their Facebook page. So you you basically get. Best on um, both worlds. Offline, the newspaper print articles—I call them print articles, okay. magazine print articles, newspaper print articles—and then they post it on on their website. So th- you know you shouldn't ignore offline. You shouldn't you you should always write a press release, send out a press release once a month or as mm-hmm. much as you can. Um, so I sent out when I send my press release, I send it to over maybe a th- five hundred to a thousand reporters. Um, And every email is different. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why, (laughs) you know, when I did the um, show for Robert M. Baum, the sculpting demonstration, within a week or two weeks, I had maybe seven to 10 print publications because every email is different. If you really want to have your brand in the magazines or in the newspaper and they're free, why not? They're free. You don't pay for it. I don't pay for it. You just... I just pay for my time. I mean, like, it's timing. Yeah. Um, what am I going to do? Just sit there? Like, I have to do something in the gallery <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> to market something. Well, that's true. Well, again that's,
0: <laughs> again, that's that 80 you know, eighty or 90%. You know, you spend 80 or 90% doing marketing and 10 or 20%, you know, going around and, and, and really just doing the physical work of owning a gallery. I yeah. Mean, you know, again, and it's no different. And, again, what we try to... What we strive for with this show is it's not just about north 13 it's it's also about your restaurant business and your antique business and your clothing business is that you have to put the same kind of effort in maybe a little different yeah you might not have to be talking to reporters as much if you have a clothing business but that doesn't mean that if you don't have, if you have a special designer coming in why not have some press yeah you know, why don't why don't you just push that channel a little bit
1: and, and like i said it's um i love free marketing it's it's absolutely free it takes time um all you got to do is write the press release you know and email them okay. uh, but i take it a step further as well after i email them if they don't respond to me within a week i give them a call like hey did you receive my email um what other things um i could submit it to can i submit it to a different storyline or submit a pitch or something uh I really believe um offline marketing offline publication still works. It really does. people still get magazines, people still get newspapers. so
0: How do you stay organized i mean i, I mean I, I, I you know and I don't mean that in a in, in a funny kind of way because you you're just like doing so many things, but you know how do you organize yourself and 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 what recommendations might you have for a business owner so that this doesn't become horribly overwhelming to them?
1: Well, I stay organized with a simple Excel chart. Okay. Uh, um, I'm advanced in Excel, so I stay organized. I have a Gantt chart. So this is like on Mondays. This is the day when I need to contact reporters. Because Tuesday, Wednesday is when they have to confirm their print publication to their editors. Right. So I contact the reporters. So I'll give them a call to see um, if there's any room for a story about a gallery or w- what else do you need? Like, do you, you know, if they're missing an article. So Mondays are the days when I contact um, the new, um, newspaper article, new, um, editors, reporters right, sure. or so. Okay. So, the, um, once you have a system, you know, you know that Mondays you do these, Tuesdays you do that. Wednesday, Thursdays, Facebook marketing. Okay. And that it's basically a simple system. Okay. Every day is something different, but once you have that system going on, it's bas- to me, it works. Some people like it to do it differently. But I know on certain days I have to do it this way.
0: We, we promote like in the in the online space, but it works in the offline too. We promote an editorial calendar. We just the idea that we set up a month ahead and say, okay, on Monday of of this day we're going to talk about this. On Tuesday we're going to talk about this. On Wednesday we're going to talk about this. When, Thursday we're going to talk about this. And in some cases, you can in Facebook you can front load those content and have oh, them yeah. publish, have it published, scheduled, scheduled out. So you know and 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 for our clients now i'm talking about more of my you know amplify your voice clients but it's, it's the same thing we want to set up these editorial calendars that are organized that are that you know so that you don't go crazy because if you lose that organization now you're running all over the place oh did i update facebook oh wait i got to do instagram oh wait i got to call oh wait oh wait i got to do inventory yeah. i got to do i got to run my business oh wait there's a customer you know and 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 that's when small business owners just just lose it, and then you see it because what what naturally happens i don 't know if your, your experience naturally if, if you go to their website their facebook page you 'll see that they haven 't posted anything in three months uh, yeah, and, and so you 'll see that you 'll go ah, I see what's going on here because they they just get so crazed that probably Facebook is one of the first things they drop
1: it is it is, and uh, it happened to me quite a few times where i uh you know I stopped posting. Um, something on Facebook for like a week or so. Okay. Um, strong, um, if you have a Facebook fan page, you should post at least once a day. Just at least once a day. At least something's there. So I have a, again, another system. On Mondays, we post art-related news. Tuesday, Fridays is artist representation days. And uh, one thing I love about Facebook fan page is that you could... Like you mentioned, you could schedule a post, so I don't even have to look at my uh, Facebook fan page. Everything is scheduled till the end of December.
0: Oh, you have that much content already? Yeah, set up. Wow. I have
1: um, <laughs> Tuesday, Fridays are artist representation days.
0: But I'm saying you've already you already posted the content of advance. Yeah, and so they just and you can always go in there and edit and it if edit. you have to change it if you need to. But. Yeah,
1: and it takes literally one day of your uh, a day of work a working day. To schedule a one-month advance Facebook post, you know. so that eliminates me going there every single day to see what posts to see what I should post, etc.
0: So you—that's great. So your you're, so like your Facebook is done. You just monitor it for any kind of responses, but you don't have to do anything else. Maybe just edit some things if you feel yeah. like things have changed a little bit, but otherwise. That's, that's a way. And now you can focus on...
1: Marketing towards Facebook, Facebook groups. You can't schedule. Uh, yeah. I believe you can't no. right now. I, I, I no. think I tried to look. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. No. Um, no. So the, my, my Facebook fan page is complete. It's done till the end of December. So I don't have to worry about that. And I do still post time to time. That's not on the scheduled. Um, just, just, something just, comes up. Yes, yeah, yeah. something comes up. If I see it on my um, personal fan page, I just share it on my on the fan page you know or so so what i focus on the only time i go on facebook is marketing the gallery event on over 100 Mm -hmm. facebook groups Uh, and that is also i I don't market it i don't go to every single facebook groups in one day i don't um you know market it okay
0: it's all 100
1: much. in one day, yeah. I, I, I take my time, and it takes only five minutes of your, five to 10 minutes of your time. So I have a uh, Excel list of all the Facebook groups that I'm a member of. Right. And I just go down the line, um, 10 every single day. And it's the same um, post content right. with the same hashtag. Well, not the same hashtag, with different hashtags. Okay. Um, but th- it's the same post content. And I just copy and paste to these the first 10 and then the next day it's a different 10 and it takes literally five ten minutes of my time wait it it takes wait maybe five minutes to write it up and then to post it to 10 different Facebook groups takes five ten minutes
0: and for a small and and for a different business who might not want to you don't necessarily have to post every day so if you post even a couple times you know other business owners if, if you post even a couple times a week I mean just the the fact just that you have something. just get something out there a couple times a week that you I I, I I don't want I don't want some business owners to be scared away with the idea of having to post to a hundred groups. Um, in your sense, that makes you, you know you you you're spending you know ninety percent of your time doing this heavy duty marketing. But you know what? If if you're a local business, post to six or seven groups. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying is that you know post to eight groups, and if you find a ninth group, add it, add it. You know, so do do a couple posts a week, but do it, like I said, do it on Monday morning, you know, Sunday night, go and p- put some content, schedule it out for the week. You and know, it helps. That scheduling and, thing works. It does, it does work. I and love then go out there and, and go out there and then just, you know, post across, you know, to the Lambertville page and to the yeah. Stockton page and to the, you know, Flemington page and the Hunterton page and the Bucks County page. And then... And then go on to back to your business.
1: Yeah. I mean I used to get overwhelmed, you know, when uh mm-hmm. when I didn't have the system, like when I didn't get used to when I first started doing Facebook groups, I was extremely overwhelmed. And sure. where I didn't want to do it, then once you figure it out like what works and what doesn't work. Right. And you figure out your own system, you figure it out like, hey, you know, you don't have to post to all one hundred groups or all ten groups at one day. Just post a little bit of a day, like that's what I, Well, I have over hundred groups, so I post 10, <laughs> 10 yeah. per day. Yeah. Like that's my minimum, and I usually post before I leave to go home. Okay. Just... The the last half an hour of my time at the gallery. That's when I'm like, okay, it's time to post. Um, and if I'm done with my other work or something, I just. It's it takes, good
0: filler. It's, good it's filler. a good
1: filler. It's, it takes a second or two to post something. Copy and paste.
0: <laughs> exactly. So there's so many different channels, and there's there's, there's more every day. I think, um, you know, we talk about obviously Facebook. I mean, that's still you you, you you know you have to be on Facebook. What is your perspective on things like, uh, especially it's visual, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter? Um, I don't know what other channels you might use. What? What? Give Give some of your thoughts on some of those channels.
1: I've um I've used um Instagram. Instagram is great because it connects to Facebook. So that's something that I still wanna um, sign up for. I, I've used Instagram in the other companies that I work for. Okay. Unfortunately, Gallery Thirteen North is still not on Instagram, and um I would love to start doing Instagram again. Okay. Uh, I haven't uh, used Twitter as much often and WhatsApp, and what was the, Pinterest? Pinterest, yeah. Yeah, so um, it it does, it it takes a lot to do one social media outlet. (laughs) Yeah. It takes a lot, so I would rather focus on one and master that. Right. Um, And and lately, uh, Facebook is um, doing great for us, especially they have now Facebook live feed. Um, We did a live feed of the segment, the sculpting demonstration. And we're also doing another live feed for the gallery tour on December 10th. So I'm a firm believer, focus on one thing, master it. Yeah. And then work on a different project and master that.
0: What do you think of the live feed? Do you like it?
1: I like it. We, you know, uh, we didn't. We actually had over a thousand views on Robert Bum sculpting his um, bird. We had a okay. little over a thousand views. It was three different segments, 15 minutes each. Um, and we had altogether over a thousand views. It so, was great.
0: So, live, live feed, uh, live, live view. Facebook. Live you know live view, right?
1: Live Facebook feed. Live fa- yeah. That's why I call it yeah. Facebook
0: Live Feed. So if you're if, if so if you have your business page or even your personal page, but really if your business page and you go to post content, you look, there's a menu option now called Live and you click it and you put in some, some words and some hashtags. I'm doing a you know, we've done it a few times now. I will sit in I'll sit in the gallery space and I will you know, like we just like we're just putting we're taking down the show now and we're putting a new show up. So we've got a brand new show coming um, that later this week and then next week. And so when the artwork is up on the wall, I take the, I take the, the live feed and I walk around and I, with my, with the, with the phone, you know, yeah. and I walk around and I zoom into the various different pieces of art, you know, and I talk about the show and it's, it's kind of a cool thing. It's, and it so it's almost like a video, but better. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, and people are curious to know what your daily activities or they want to know what's going on uh, live. Um, there was this uh, live feed that I saw maybe for like, watched for 20 seconds. She was just k- taking out pearls from the oysters.
0: Oh, okay, really? It,
1: but she had over 300 shares, over like 20,000 views, yeah. but she was just taking pearls. Out from the oysters,
0: and if you get a really and if you get it just right, and if you get it right, see what happens with the live video, live feed is you really. Rec- I mean, you think about it this way in the ba- most basic term: you're, you're recording a video, but it's 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 being put on Facebook instantaneously, and so if if nobody sees it, it's still there, and so people can come and see yes. it later. Yes,
1: yes, and the thing with live Facebook feed, what I absolutely love. Is that it sends out the not- notification to all your Facebook fan page people who liked your page
0: Right that the video is live. Yeah.
1: Yes that the video is live and so people join in. I,
0: there's a few friends that I have. Um, you know one of the musicians in town does a lot of those and and I see it pop up when Alan, Alan does it I just love just popping in and you know and then but here's another thing that's cool is while it's live, people can be, be writing comments.
1: Yes, and share it immediately. Yes. And um, it, we, we did the first time uh, a couple of weeks ago for the sculpting okay. um, demonstration. We did not have any comments. I'm hoping people could comment for the next live feed. Yeah. But it was our first one. And uh, there's a lot of things that will do something different. I keep forgetting it's live feed, so I'm here talking at the same time. I know, right? Yeah. And bringing my cell phone to the computer. It's... I totally forget it's live feed but it's it that's what's it was fun about it
0: so I'm, i was i was i was thinking of trying to get onto here and you know now I, you know now we're talking about live think, feed. and i'm thinking wait a second i could do a live feed
1: and don't and if you decide to, if any companies decide to do any small business owners decide to do a live feed please use the hashtag facebook live feed fb live feed anything with hashtags it helps a lot too
0: so here, let's see. So
1: every live feed that um, I've done in the past, I add maybe five to eight hashtags.
0: Oh, so now here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a live Hi. feed. So we're now we're now live. Hi. Which, so it's li- So so Vinny, we're we're live and we're live.
1: We're live. We're live, and we're, we're live. live. We're yes, live. We're, we're live on live. the radio. I'm glad
0: I'm live for the first one. Yeah, we're live. On, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're live on Entrepreneur Espresso. So we're, right now, we're we're actually here. Say hello. Hello. And we're actually doing a, a, a live radio show. Mm-hmm. So um, so anyway, so I'll leave this running for a little bit and see how much chaos this causes. What? What? Can I ask a question? Of course you can.
1: The uh, hashtag. Why? Why is that so important? Oh well, it's um. You could um, Because people do search in a search box in Facebook. Um, they could just put um, what's live right now, and maybe your video will pop up in the search engine and on the Facebook um, newsfeed search engine. So every time I do a live feed, the, the first three live feeds I did, actually the first live feed with three different segments, my hashtag was Facebook Live, FB Live, Live Now. So when people search what's live right now, your video pops up.
0: Oh, okay. It's, a so simple. Okay. it's
1: another simple way. It's, a, it's like I said... See, I
0: never understood the hashtag well, the stuff. Of, the thing about the hashtag it's is... A,
1: to me, a free yeah. marketing is always a great marketing. It takes a second of your time. Might as well.
0: Mm. It's You know, what happens with hashtags is that people can do searches on it who are not necessarily friends. They're not exactly. followers. But if you type in, like, you know... Uh, you know, hashtag PA Radio, or or something even better like you know, like Laberville Art.
1: Anything, yeah. Any post with that, that- hashtag comes up in that. Um- What's that called? That search newsfeed section of right, exactly. Facebook.
0: Exactly. So, so what happens then? You can you can go. Oops. Now I've got it on me here. Let me just switch this because huh. I got this live going. Um, <laughs> this is it's hard doing live radio and then doing live yeah. Facebook, but we're we're doing it. This is crazy <laughs> stuff. But the thing is, so what happens is, let's say somebody's looking for like art in Lambertville, and they and they do a search on that hashtag. Um, then they can they can find. Articles about you know art and here you know another great place to do it like like when we did the Prowlsville Mill thing yeah we had a we had a hashtag um, what did we call it uh, um, oh I, oh now I can't I don't remember even it. know it was a great I, one um, <laughs> but anyway so what happens is that people could see what's going on who are not necessarily followers of the radio station or of us personally mm. so it's a kind of a cool technique to use yeah so all right we're, we're gonna have, we're gonna we're gonna end this fun because I can't I can't. <laughs> I can't concentrate on doing live <gasps> radio and live Facebook, Facebook. so say, say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so I'll just finish that. So there we go. But um, anyway, so we'll post this. Oh, I didn't hit the hit. <laughs> there it goes. Okay, I didn't. So we'll post that so we'll get, people can see what live Facebook is like. So maybe I'll do that more for other shows. Yeah. Well, you know, we have live YouTube too. Oh, that's too. What, that's a, the a video tower. Those right camera here. right there on the tower there and here. But uh, it's not set up today. So, uh, so that's why we, but you can do it next right? time we'll do it for you. Okay, but here we can do this <laughs> from here. So from yeah. What 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 channels are coming up? I mean, you know, you're 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 a student of the social media space anyway. I mean, what what other channels do you think are coming around? Like what would you look at next? I mean, Facebook, you, you know, you got that down. But for, for your space or just in general, what what other social platforms do you think are? are?
1: I, you know, I don't know on that one. Really, I'm supposedly of... 10 years behind on my social media yeah,
0: market.
1: Supposedly, because I, I have not even signed up to WhatsApp.
0: Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah,
1: no. I don't know that one either.
0: <laughs> but you're, hold on, uh, you're a millennial. Aren't no, you? I'm not oh, a millennial. I'm not, okay. Oh, no. Oh, I thought you were. A <laughs> you look like you're a millennial. Thank you. Absolutely. Maybe you're a millennial in disguise. So. I am.
1: Oh, thank you. But no, no, I'm supposedly I'm like few years 10 years behind on social media marketing. Um there's so many different um social media um But
0: I think but, but here's the thing that, and I think I think this is um I think this is important for business owners. They don't and you're proving it right now. You don't have to be on every single channel. No, you don't. You don't. You can be very successful with just saying this, look, I, I can't keep up with all this stuff. Just create a, create a website, create a logo, create a brand. And okay, you- open your store, and then create a Facebook page, and then just post content. It doesn't have to even be every day. Yeah. But you can just focus on just one channel, and people say, well, what about Pinterest and Instagram? we will say, you know what? I'll worry about those later. I have a business to run.
1: Yeah, just focus on one thing and master that. Like, I'm still trying to master Facebook. I'm still learning new things in Facebook. So I'm still mastering. I'm still learning new ways to post. I'm still finding new Facebook groups. Um, uh, How do
0: you find... Okay, so this is a good question. So how do you find Facebook groups that you want to participate in?
1: Oh, I start small. Uh, First, I... You know, I'll search for a Facebook group, local Facebook group, like okay. like yours. Yeah. I search Lamberville groups, and all of a sudden, all Lamberville private groups comes up. And there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. New Hope groups, um, Bucks County groups, oh, a Down. Lot. Oh yeah. my God,
0: you you could just spend all day with exactly.
1: Those and um, my motors try to be a member of at least two groups a day, at least two groups a day. Wow. And and it, at the end of the week, you'll have. 10 or 14 or so. Um, so I just, you know, ask to be members of these groups. And I just keep everything organized by my Excel sheet, you know, write down what groups you're in or right. et cetera. Or it's just, you just, or it's also in your Facebook um, profile page. I, I believe yep. there's a Yeah, group it's on section. the side. It's on, on, the the side. on the line. It says yeah. groups. Yes. And then yeah. you just, uh, so you don't even need an Excel they don't page. They don't
0: bother you and say you're, you're posting too much? never no no, no I well but post. you don't post every day i You're, don't
1: post every day that's why uh. i said i post um 10 groups five to 10 groups a day but they're different groups uh. so by the time i get back to the first group that i post it's already at the end of the month <laughs> right you know uh yeah
0: rotation okay two minutes two minutes. Is good so yes. um <laughs> What do you guys do with festivals and things? Do you guys, you know, having a storefront? Does that does that play into any kind of marketing? Any of the town festivals and things, or, or not really?
1: Well, I mean, like Shadfest uh, and oh, uh, I think we were I was closed last year during Shad Fest.
0: Yeah, you're you're on that side where all the
1: yeah. It's,
0: it's kind of hard to have, you know.
1: Yeah, I might be we might be closed this year too for Shad Fest because yeah. we we are on that side where they put um the tents.
0: Oh yeah. That's, that's,
1: and no one comes. Through that. Yeah, that's because that's
0: where the electricity is, it, and, that's and they
1: block the way. They block everything. Mm-hmm. So um, the
0: so, so, for, so festivals. We'll talk about that as we get closer to the festival. So oh, we got to round up. Hey, so uh, Michelle, I really did you have ah, fun?
1: Yes, yes, awesome. Yes. I'm
0: glad. Hopefully, you'll come back and we definitely uh, will and have some more fun on the radio here. So uh, I, I just want to wrap up and say thank you very much for for being part of our show, Entrepreneur Espresso on P A N J Radio. And this is Stephen Harris, and we will have another show coming up with other exciting and wonderful guests. And um, if you want to be a guest, come and join us and come watch our live feed. (laughs) (laughs) We had fun. Thank you very much.
1: Have a great day.